So we're going to take a look at the constellation Orion. The Orion correlation theory is a well-known theory from Robert Bavall that says that the three stars in Orion's belt, and Orion's probably the most visible constellation to most people around the world, so the three stars in Orion's belt correspond with the three major pyramids on the Giza Plateau. And uh, Bavall tried to extend this theory to some other pyramids and other stars in, in the uh, constellation Orion, but at its base, the theory is that the three stars in Orion's belt correspond with the three pyramids on the Giza Plateau, thus sort of connecting heaven and earth. The Egyptians said, as above, so below. So there seemed to be this cosmological connection here. Now, what's not so well known is, is that many pyramids besides Giza are in the same alignment. It's not unique to Giza. In Mexico, the Pyramid of the Sun, the Pyramid of the Moon, and the, the, that Pyramid of Quetzalcoatl, uh, those three. Uh, in Japan, the three pyramids there, which include the underwater mysterious pyramid in Okinawa, those three are in the same orientation. Same thing with those big pyramids in China. Look at the southwest here in the United States. Uh, this isn't just the three stars in Orion's belt. All the major stars in the constellation Orion match Hopi Indian civilizations. The Hopi obviously established these places in relationship to their connection with Orion. So again, the Orion correlation theory uh, isn't so much focused on Giza, it's really focused on Orion. So according to Egyptian mythology, the gods descended from the belt of Orion and from the brightest star in the sky, Sirius. So Sirius and Orion are critically important because they represent Isis and Osiris, the god and goddess from which all the Egyptian civilization and ultimately all of human civilization sprang. Now ancient Egyptians believed that Osiris will return from Orion one day. Nearly every culture in antiquity had tales of gods promising to return one day. So Giza has these pyramids in unique alignment to Orion, and one of the great pyramids there, shafts points to Orion. So all the focus here is on Orion. So the Ancient Code website says, if you look at the Sumerians, the Egyptians, the Mayans, you'll see the same story told in different ways in different languages. Those who came from the stars came here, and they started human civilization. And what's incredible is that all these stories, legends, and tales have to do directly with the constellation Orion. Ancient Code says it can't be a coincidence. So Ancient Code gives us a challenge. What we need to do is focus our research into Orion to try and understand why the ancient civilizations that ruled the world thousands of years ago gave so much importance to this constellation that they decided to build monuments and cities depicting its stars. We'll take you up with that, Ancient Code. So let's start thinking about Orion. Well, first of all, it's a constellation, and we've learned in previous podcasts or, or uh, videos that we've made that it was named by Toth, Hermes, the biblical Enoch. Its star names were given by Enoch. He named the constellations. He named the stars that were in them, probably with Adam. Now, Robert Bavall looks to the importance of Orion in the past in about 10,000 BC. Now he does this because he says, you know, since the Sphinx has the body of a lion, it was only back then that the constellation Leo was on the ecliptic in the horizon at the time of the vernal equinox. And of course that would put Orion directly south of the line of pyramids. So that unique alignment took place in 10,000 BC. Well, Baval said that was the indication. That's when the pyramid and the Sphinx were built. That was the way his theory started.
Well then, his arch enemy, Dr. Zahi Awas, the head of antiquities for a long time until the revolution in Egypt, uh, he invited uh, Robert Baval and his buddies, Graham Hancock and John Anthony West, to come look at the cartouche here of Pharaoh Khufu, which is in the relieving chambers above the king's chamber in the Great Pyramid. Now, these guys were arch enemies because, you know, Baval said some very bad things about Zahi Hawass and was kind of a gossip about him, and, and Hawass said some very mean and unkind things to Robert Baval. But they look like they're friends here, and you know how people, even if they disagree, once you get together and you kind of have a beer together or something, you know, you can kind of act like buddies like they are here. But the reason Hawass brought them there is because he wanted to show them, look, this thing was built, you know, in the fourth dynasty. This is a real cartouche. And you know what? All three of these guys, Graham Hancock, John Anthony West, and Robert Baval, had said that they thought that cartouche was a fake, but they'd never seen it. They just believed it because it didn't fit their theory, because if the Great Pyramid was built at the time of Khufu in the Fourth Dynasty, then it couldn't be the 10,000 B.C. thing. Well, after they saw, after this invitation they accepted from Hawass, because let's face it, as much as they want to be accepted by Egyptologists, but they're not, they're always called alternative theorists, when they got a chance to go next to the big boy, they could have said, no, we don't agree with you, and you've said bad things about us. They went there. You know, they like the, uh, you know, like we all do human beings, they like the attention from us. They all backed off. I remember specifically reading at the time that this happened where Baval humbled himself, and he said, okay. But he still kept his main theory, but the way he humbled himself was he said, okay, the Sphinx and the pyramids weren't built in 10,000 B.C., but they were conceived then by the people, and we still don't know exactly which people it is. We just, you know, all you people that want aliens and everything else, you want to push time back farther so you can get this, like, who is it you're trying to get? Can, can you name, is, was there a million of them? Were they green? Were they yellow? Were they tall? What kind of uh, factories did they have? How much did they pay their workers? You're like, you don't know any of that stuff, and yet you believe in those people that you don't even know about, but you can't believe right what's before your eyes, which is what Zahiwa showed them. And they accepted it. They just changed their theory a little bit. At least Baval did. Now, Baval could have been just content to, to know that a lot of astronomers said that the northern air shaft coming out of the king's chamber points directly to Orion's belt at the time, about the time that the pyramid was built. That's the sky over Giza, about 2500 B.C. And the star Sirius coming from the, the southern shaft of the queen's chamber, uh, you know, same thing. So we don't have to go back to 10,000 B.C. Of course, we want, we want to do that because we want to find these ancient aliens or this ancient race that we think did everything. But this, you know, same deal, focusing on Orion, focusing on the heavens, focusing on the relationship between the pyramid and Orion, you could make a case right here that, well, you know, Khufu and his people were interested at that time in Orion. They thought it was important. But better than looking at Orion's very ancient past, 10,000 B.C., or the ancient past, 2,500 B.C., wouldn't you say it's better to focus on what Orion says for now and the future? You know, I named one of my sons Orion, and I was there at his birth because we had a home birth, and I caught him when he, when he was born. Okay, so I, you know, the birth of my son Orion is very important, but you want to know what's much more important to me than the birth of my son Orion is what's his future going to be? That, to me, is infinitely more important because the past is over, the future isn't. So let's, let's focus on what Orion can mean for now or the future. So it's interesting, the man who named the stars in Orion and named the constellation Orion, now why did he do that? You know, he had a purpose for that. Because obviously the stars don't look like a returning, you know, mighty hunter, a, a, a judge. They don't look like that. So 
Enoch was crafting a story. Well, Enoch is quoted in the Bible in Jude 14. And he says, Behold, the Lord will come with 10,000 of his holy ones to execute judgment upon all. So long before there was a Jew in the world, long before there was a Christian, here's Enoch prophesying that the Lord is going to return with 10,000 of his holy ones to execute judgment. Now, of course, we know that Osiris in Egyptian cosmogony and theology is the judge. Down below, you can see pictured uh, on this screen that Osiris is sitting as the judge. He's judging you, you know, your heart's being weighed against the feather of truth. Osiris is the judge. And in this picture of me, where I'm taking my hat off up there at Kamambo, that picture is just like Orion. The Pharaoh is pictured like Orion. And many of the Pharaohs are pictured in this pose, which is the same pose as the constellation Orion. So... Enoch named the star Bellatrix in Orion the sudden destroying or swiftly coming. That's what the second coming is. You know, um, the early church, the early Christian church, believed that Jesus was going to come again in their time. And they developed the saying, Maranatha, which means our Lord comes. They said it to comfort one another as they were being thrown to the lions uh, in, in ancient Rome. Well, a lot of Christians today believe in various ways that the Lord is going to return. And there's a lot of other people too. I actually, Muslims believe that Jesus is going to return. So this is not like some hidden belief or something. So that's what I'm saying. Orion says, it's a reminder. The three stars in Orion's belt are called uh, Cubit and Yard. Well, the belt is the, the measure of all things. He's the judge. He's going to measure us according to, you know, his measurement. He's going to execute judgment. So I see the constellation Orion is simply a reminder to all of us that there is a judge and he is returning. I'm sorry if that's not what you wanted to hear, but uh, that's our look at the Orion Correlation Series. Thanks for watching. Uh, please subscribe, you know, click on the bell so you can get notifications of when we put new uh, videos out. Please feel free to comment. You know, uh, I get compliments. I get slammed all the time, just like anybody that's put something out that could be slightly controversial. That's okay. We grow that way. We learn, and hopefully we can have a rational discourse. So again, thanks for watching.